0: Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mama Podcast. I am your host and founder, Clarion Brown. Welcome, old friends. Welcome, new friends. I'm so excited to have you back with yet another episode. I'm so excited about this topic. I'm very passionate about this topic as well. And today we're going to just be talking about wellness and and mental health. So with this episode, I have with me Becky Dozman. She is a graduate of the University of Michigan with a Master of Social Work degree. She has spent nearly two decades gaining experience as a helping professional to support others with parenting, attachment, trauma, mood, and anxiety orders. She took a leap into entrepreneurship and launched her coaching business in 2021, following God's call on her life to empower Christian women to lean into who God has created them to be. She is passionate about integrating spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, and relational health into daily life. Becky supports women through virtual retreats, webinars, and longer-term coaching programs to uncover their best yeses. So, can we go right into it? So, you have this thing that's called the five pillars of wellness. What are the five pillars of wellness and just kind of what does that, that look like? And then after that, I would just love for you to just share your story with us. Sure. Well, and it's interesting. First, as you
1: read through my bio, I want to look behind me and say, who is that person? And as I'm yeah. having that experience, before I here I go going rogue on your first question, I will get to the pillars. But I imagine some of the women that are listening, some of um, your lovely audience are, have that similar experience in which we almost have a hard time celebrating who we are. And I think yeah. there can be this shying away from the way in which we're showing up in the world, almost as though we want to take the shine off a little bit. And while I think that there is so much need for us to have humility and not have it be all about ourselves, I think it's a beautiful opportunity to be able to say, Hey, Let's not take that shine away and let's celebrate how the Lord is using us to show up in this world. And so I just want to yes. start with that to say, I, God is so good and has worked through me to be able to have those experiences and align with us talking today. So I just want to throw that out there. If you're a girl out there feeling, a woman, feeling like um, you're having a hard time really seeing the the beauty and the validation in how you're showing up in the world, take a minute to honor that because there's more there than you might be giving credit to. Okay. So there there I go, Rogue. All right. (laughs) No, you're fine. The five pillars of wellness was really something that I came up with through my educational background and experience working with women and families. And then in my own life, I think if we look at mental and emotional health, there can be a tendency for people to imagine that those of us in the profession might have it all together. And that's absolutely not the case. We do not. Mm. We might have expertise and experience. But I actually would say, if you're working with those of us in the profession that has never been through his or her own journey, it actually is going to be less impactful. You want to work with somebody that that has had the ebbs and flows as well. And so for me, when I looked at how do we really live a thriving life, how do we lean into living in this broken world and yet still being um, an impactful person of service, whatever that might be. (laughs) I'm not talking about huge, big stuff. It can just be remembering to put the laundry from the washing machine to the dryer. That can be an impact. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So when we look at really, what does it help? what, What does it take to thrive? And that's one of my favorite words. I know it's a buzzword, but I believe it really encompasses what so many of us mamas and women want to do. And when we look at that, I really came, came to a place of there's five areas in which I truly believe we can show up. And if you make it more than five, it's hard to remember. And I like that I can count them out on my fingers. So um, the first yeah. one for me is, is spiritual wellness. That's sort of the foundational mm. core uh, of, of who I believe um, I am. And when I work with other women of faith, that's just so foundational. And then next we have mental, then emotional, then relational, and then physical. And I don't put those in an order of hierarchy, which one's more important or less important. It's really about, um, I don't like math. I was never good at it. But a, a math term that I use is congruency. When those five can be in flow or can be more congruent, I believe it opens us up to be able to lean
0: into what thriving looks like. That's really good, and I think that that's so important because even a program that I was in and it was a Christian program, the main things that they're focused on when dealing with trauma are um, you know um, relational issues was that they focus on the spiritual part and definitely as a Christian, it's very important that we focus on that part because this is the the God that created you and so if you don't know at least that part, how can you really go further? into diving deep into your trauma and your relational um, issues. Am I, am I wrong on that part? No,
1: absolutely. And I think, you know, as we chatted before the recording that, you know, really you and I as broken humans, but as women that really want to be after, um, you know, the biblical truths, it's that I don't think there's a way for us to work on the other four pillars if we're out of alignment with our spiritual walk. And I do not mean yeah. having it all together or having perfection, we are going to, you know, fall on our faces and be in need of grace every day. But that spiritual peace cannot be, it's so interwoven, it can't be disconnected. It just can't be. And so the really interesting part, a lot of what I do with the women that I work with and that I coach is to look at the biblical truths that can inform the other four pillars of wellness. And what's pretty Mm. interesting is if you look at scripture, I, and I, again, I don't like making stuff up, but there's a lot of references to the word heart and I can't remember how many I could Google it, but, um, you can too, if you really are curious, what we're actually finding is that when the writers of scripture were referring to heart, they might actually have been meaning what we understand to be the mind. And so it's pretty interesting that the alignment of mind and heart could be the same thing. And you mentioned before being curious about how to really lean into mental and emotional wellness. And one of the things that I teach that has been really foundational for my own life is that at the the core of our emotional experience are the thoughts that we have. Mm -hmm. People often think, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. If someone says to you, if someone says to you, girl, stop worrying, what comes up for you? If someone says, oh, just stop worrying about that what thought comes to mind
0: for you clarion um i can't it's very oh. important to me i don't know if i can stop worrying about it okay this is not scripted you guys that was her genuine answer
1: and that was, that was the answer i was hoping you would have right i love that we didn't have it uh, yeah up. right if someone says stop being angry stop being worried stop being fearful stop being sad it's like i would love to I don't know how right. or I can't because I'm in it. Right. And that is absolutely yeah. true. We're in our emotional state and we love not to be there because when we're in uncomfortable or what we kind of call the negative emotions, we don't want to be there. That's uncomfortable. Yeah. So what, what I really do, and I, I teach this, I call it the tree of abundance. Um, And you sort of look at the thoughts that we have, everything uh-huh. that's going through our mind and, and you know, the, the quantum physics, neural neuroscience researchers will say, we have anywhere from nine thousand to thirty thousand thoughts a day. Oh so think wow. about the power. It's been overwhelming. I actually like want to not believe them because that's scary. Those thoughts yeah. are the roots, the foundation of that tree. So the thoughts mm-hmm. that you're having, the channel you're focusing on, the neural pathways of your thoughts that you're tuning into, are going to be what is foundational to your life. They are going mm-hmm. to flow up into that tree. And the branches are what I call that emotional, the feeling stuff, like that worry that we talk about. And then the fruit we bear, the fruit that comes from that tree are going to be how we show up in the world, our actions, our choices and decisions. And so if we look at that cycle, Clarion, what we really need to hold captive are our thoughts. We need to start there instead of trying to make emotional changes and behavioral changes. Those are good and we'll get to those, we have to start that foundation. And that ties back into what you were saying about spiritual wellness. That's scriptural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so much scripture about holding your thoughts captive and about focusing on, you know, your mind on the truth of what scripture says. So I will stop, you know, babbling on this topic, but it, it is that piece that, that wellness starts at is looking at what am I attending to? What thoughts are ruling my mind? Because that is where everything in my life will flow from
0: yeah wow wow that's a lot of thoughts it is 9,000 to 30,000 thoughts a day not like in a month that's just one day like <laughs> when do people find the time to think about that and where are these thoughts coming from but I think that that that's so true that you even said that because even just for me from personal experience and I'll be real anytime I thought about having intercourse outside of marriage and it it would just start with just a thought it -hmm. became a reality Mm -hmm. and so it's like wow like yeah is that that's really powerful so how do we like find like a healthy balance the healthy boundaries to be able to like thrive in life, especially as you know, as a mother or a single mother, how can we find that healthy balance between all of this? Well, girl, if we had a year, I could teach it all to you.
1: Well, I, I will give you, <laughs> I will give you what I call the sprinkle, because that is yeah. what you just said. That is the question, right? That is really what so many of us mamas are sitting here holding. And so, I'll yeah. first say, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that um, with a sprinkle. But really, truly, and, and as I preface this, one of the things I talk about with my clients all of the time is that despite a world and culture that wants to instapot and microwave changes,
0: mm-hmm. we
1: are built as women that are meant to sit and simmer on changes and adjustments and flow like an old school crock pot. We need to just like slowly get there. So as I say this, I mm-hmm. want I want women to just take a breath and say, girl, I can't do all that. No, you can't. You weren't created to. So I really focus. I I use a method with my clients called the one, three, one, because it really helps focus on what's one action step because we, as women try to take on too much, do Mm -hmm. too much. And then we have the whole lies of failure and then we stop. And then we want to keep the covers over our head or go into the cupboard and eat a whole, you know, container of Oreos. Right. So I'm really (laughs) not that I've ever done that. I really, yeah. want, I really want to sit in a place of saying, before I jump into this, please know that these shifts mm. and changes will take so much time, especially as you think about the narrative of your childhood and the trauma you've been through. Some of the work to go forward will mean stillness and pausing and undoing and processing through your old narrative and trauma and kind of peeling back those layers and undoing who you've become to lean into where you want to go. So I sort of like I want to encompass or kind of overlay that as I get into this discussion. Um, now I have to come back to the thread of your, your question. So really when, when we're looking at how do we make these changes, it, it is important to give yourself time and grace. I believe that when we start with our thoughts is where the abundance can be. And you mentioned um, a moment ago about all those thoughts, mm-hmm. also still having thoughts while we're sleeping.
0: And so,
1: yeah, crazy. Right. And so what happens is there's a part of our mind called the non-conscious, which is like the, the sort of foundational piece. And this is what's crazy. Anywhere from 90 to 99% of who we are is stored there, but we have no memory of how we became her. It's where our Mm. thoughts, our trauma, our insecurities, all of our memories are stored. Right. So you just talked about a thought that bubbled up. Right. And then it started Mm -hmm. to manifest. And that's what happens is that thoughts will bubble up from our non-conscious to our conscious awareness. And what mm-hmm. we do, if it's uncomfortable or we're not sure what to do with it, we tend to suppress, avoid, or numb.
0: Mm. Are you with me? Wow. Yes. I'm, yes. Uh, yes,
1: I'm with you. Okay. So if we do those things, we get into a pattern of doing those things. Mm-hmm. What happens as we shove them back into our non-conscious, they don't go away. And I hate this word, but I'm going to use it because it encompasses it. Those fester, mm. and when they, those thoughts fester, remember those are the, the that the foundational roots. It's mm-hmm. going to affect our emotional wellness and how we show up in the world. So when you ask yeah. about the how, you know, I can't get into all the practicalities. It's different, unique for everybody, and that's sort of what I do in my one-on-one coaching. But when you're in mm. that place, the number one thing you can do is to be aware of when a thought is bubbling up from the nonconscious and attend to it. Just be oh. aware, I'm having this thought doesn't mean you're going to change it right away doesn't mean you even know what to do with it but if you can Which step just aware yes if you can step from avoiding suppressing and numbing to I'm mm. having this thought and be curious mm. about it you have done more than what you've done wow the of your life before
0: yeah wow. wow wow i'm like i'm really like blown away right now and i'm like I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode because it's so much. And that's so true. Like when you think about it, but I think that that's really good because then you're not beating yourself up about it when, if it becomes a reality. But you're at least taking that first step to be aware of the thought. And I'm like, man, that's, that's really huge because it's so much better, like you said, than suppressing or not being aware of it at all, because it's in that suppression where things kind of come out when we mm-hmm. hold stuff um in, in in a negative way. Wow, that's that's mind blowing. That's beyond crazy to me. So just kind of with that, Kind of being one thing and um and I know that you mentioned your coaching program, so if you guys are interested in her coaching um program or any of her services, then definitely um she will give you her information at the end of the episode, and also um it will also be in the show notes as well so one last topic that I want for us to talk about so to avoid because this kind of goes kind of hand in hand. So so we've learned now to become aware of the thought and not just you know suppress the thoughts. Well how do we avoid the burnout of being aware of too many thoughts at one time if that mm. makes sense. Yeah you're gonna make me work today aren't you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay.
1: Um Yeah. Avoiding burnout. Oh girl. Okay. So, but one thing I want to say too, about what you were just talking about is that for women that have been through trauma, being aware of your thoughts can, can be triggering. So when I talk about awareness, if it becomes really triggering and being aware causes you to be flooded, that's really a sign of needing some more support. Does that make sense? Yes. Like trying to do that trauma work on your own can be a flooding experience. So I think it's really important that I say that. Um, I'm a trauma-trained therapist and I I think that it's really important that that we hold that space because there can be some women listening saying, yeah, I'm aware of my thoughts and they scare the crap out of me and I don't know what to do. And so I think that's the piece in which, um, asking you for what you need is, is a big part of it. And I will also say too, I have done therapy most of my life. As a helping mm. professional, I invest in my own mental and emotional wellness. So I, I'm telling you, there's nobody out there that, that couldn't um, benefit from that support. So I, I wanna say that as a little caveat before I jump in. So avoiding the burnout of thoughts, I think part of what what I work on with clients is just one. Start with sort of the most common, most frequent or strongest, negative or uncomfortable or looping thought that you have and sort of give yourself permission that I'm going to start there. I'm going to work on this practice of capturing and being aware of this thought and the mm-hmm. other twenty, you know, 29,000, whatever they are. um, I'm just going to, to sort of not, not necessarily avoid or suppress them, but not attend to them quite as intentionally.
0: Yeah. Okay. Does that make
1: sense? Okay.
0: It does make sense.
1: Okay. And really that there's often three core thoughts that any of our negative thoughts boil down to, which are I'm unlovable, I'm hopeless, or I'm unworthy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the thoughts that you have, those, not all of your 30,000 thoughts are going to be negative, but when you have the negative thoughts about self and who you are, foundationally, Mm -hmm. they probably tie back to one of those three so what I will work on with women is saying, which of those three resonate most with you? And what can be helpful is rather than like, here, here's another example. If you're having a negative thought and it's looping in your mind and someone tries to tell you, it's not true. No, you're not all of these things, but your mm. mind is like, yes, it is. That's not necessarily helpful. Does that make sense? Mm, yes, and you're like, is. you don't feel heard. You don't feel validated because you're like, that's how that's the thought I'm having. So what I really encourage women to do is, and when I'm on sessions with them, I don't say, oh, but you're wonderful. And you're this and you're that because they don't believe that in that moment. The lie is really big. What I'll say is let's look for actual evidence that that thought is true. Mm. Let's look for evidence that doesn't support it. So here's an Mm. example. We're talking to mamas, right? You're a mom, mama, mom. I Mm -hmm. know all of us have the thought something along the lines of, am I doing this right? Am I messing it up? I shouldn't have yelled at them. Oh my gosh. Someone could do it better. Right? Yeah. Any of those. Okay. I have those too. And so Mm -hmm. what I will say to myself then, what is one piece of evidence that supports that I'm showing up for them, that I'm trying, that I'm investing in their wellness and I'll come up with one and say, okay, It might be true that I'm messing up, not doing those things, but here's evidence that I might be doing it well, or I might be intentionally um, doing this well. And so there's two questions and I love giving practical things, So, two questions, Mm -hmm. pick a thought that you want to work on the most frequent, most looping, most intense thought and bring it to your awareness and say, I'm going to invite this thought. I'm going to work on reconceptualizing it. I want to store it differently in that non-conscious. I don't want to store it as I'm not a good enough mom. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't want worth, worthy of being this kid's mom. I want to store it differently. It's to ask yourself, is that thought true? And sometimes you'll be like, yep, it's true today. <laughs> and, and then just say, is it 100% true? Could I go in front of a judge and a jury and could they find evidence to convict me that that thought is true?
0: Mm. And I am
1: telling you, 99.9% of the time, out a 100 that thought is not absolutely true
0: yeah wow that is really good and this is amazing absolutely just very insightful and i i think that we're gonna wrap it up there because just even those few nuggets that you gave it was so much like i said even me i'm going to go back and listen to the episode and kind of take some notes because that's a lot but it's so needful because especially as as single mothers you know one of the things that that really break my heart is that when I read a story or um I hear a um where a, a mother you know killed her kids or the the last one I read that was as I think she was like 21 22 she was just going through so much and it was so heavy on her she committed suicide And I think Mm -hmm. she had like two kids and just hearing things like that just really just break my heart because it's like, man, like, you know, this is something that really needs to be discussed and talked about. And, you know, this stigma of, you know, we don't need counseling. I am all for Jesus and therapy. Like I told you, you know, even with me, we had to push back our call because I needed to talk to my therapist today. And I was open and honest about that, like, hey, I cannot miss this. This is my only available appointment. And so, you know, I think that that's very important and key things to do. And so, you know, you guys, please make sure that you guys reach out. So, so Miss Becky, how can people reach out to you and get into the know of your services um, if they would like to work with you for one-on-one coaching and your social media pages. Sure. Thanks so much. Yes, yeah, you can find me on Facebook at Becky Dozeman. Name will be in the notes. I am
1: on Instagram at HerBestYes. Yes. And you can also find information about my services at HerBestYes.com. And I actually really love my favorite is DMs and uh, messaging with women. So feel free to reach out to me. And I also have a podcast called Her Best Yes with Becky. So if you like the practical and the nuggets and hearing stories of brave women, check out the podcast. Um, it's on uh, multiple different um, streaming services. And then one of the things I'm really passionate about, and I and I hope that, that this was evident today, is that I like to give women a lot of practical with the mm-hmm. spiritual woven in. Because, yes, the mind mindset shifts, we didn't really talk about that specifically, but that's sort of what today's topic was, is making those shifts mentally, is that. There's just so much out there and I, I can't get into all of it just you know, in, a thir- in 30 minutes. And so every um, yeah. couple of months I host a virtual retreat where essentially I do a little bit of a deeper dive into some of these topics and it has a workbook. You can go through it and learn. And that happens to be starting next week. And so if you are interested in, hey, I would like to know a little bit more about this topic, these five pillars of wellness and what that looks like, your beautiful self would absolutely um, be welcome to join. You can, uh, I'll give the link to Claire and you can put it in the show notes, but you can also find that on my website or on Instagram in my bio to, to join us. I have a few spots left for that. And, um, I'll share a little bit more about the different services. Like, like you were saying at the beginning, I have some short-term coaching programs, and I also have a
0: group coaching program
1: where you can get one-on-one support as well.
0: Awesome. That is so amazing. So you guys, again, if you missed any of that, I'm definitely going to put all of her information inside of the show notes. I am your host, Clarion Brown. You guys can find me on Instagram at Dear Single Mama Podcast and also on Facebook at the Dear Single Mama Podcast. Also the website, (laughs) Dear Single Mama, M-O-M-M-A dot com. And if anything resonated with you, please leave a five-star review. Um, feel free to hop in my DMs and ask any questions. If you are looking for a specific topic to be um, spoken about on this platform, please feel free to DM me. Don't hesitate. I promise you I'm a very personable person <laughs> and I'm not one of those mean <laughs> people who you know, will just dismiss you. I'm definitely open and look forward to having conversations with you, and so I'm just going to pray us out, Becky, and um then, you know, we're just going to go from here, and you guys go sign up for that retreat. <laughs> yeah, so we thank you, God, for this opportunity. We thank you for this connection, Almighty God, and God, even if it's just one person that something resonated with, Almighty God, may it resonate and may it pierce their hearts, Almighty God, and may they cling to you, and may they get the wisdom on how to move forward to deal with those thoughts, to deal with that trauma, and to deal with whatever they may be going through in life, bless over Becky's business, um, over her family and just even over her children almighty um, oh God, that you would continue to bless her and that you would continue to use her in the way that you see fit right now in the mighty name of Jesus oh God and continue to use me, almighty oh God I will completely decrease and may you completely increase in all of us and God may this episode, may this touch one life even if it's just one God it's just the one I will be grateful and I'm so thankful for all that you've done thank you Father that you're going to do and in Jesus name I pray amen amen. Amen. So thank you so much, Becky. We truly appreciate you. Again, if you guys are interested in more, I'm telling you, this woman of God is full of wisdom. So please be sure to go check out her website, go sign up for the retreat. And I look forward to seeing you and connecting with you and maybe even collaborating with you um, again. We out? All right, you guys have a great one and see you on the next episode of the Dear Single Mama podcast. We out. All right, you guys have a great one and see you on the next episode of the Dear Single Mama podcast.